0: What is up, people? You are listening in to New Generation Hero Talk. I am your host, EJ Stewart, and we have a great show lined up for you guys today. We'll be talking about the new Black Panther trailer and a new reveal of the full Black Panther suit and the person that's going to be in the suit for the Wakanda movie. Really excited to talk about that. We've been, you know, kind of guessing who will be in the suit. We've been trying to speculate what's going to happen in this movie. We got a little bit more detail, a little bit more detail. Definitely some important details about uh, that film and its latest trailer. So I'm excited to talk about that. We'll also talk about some massive news that if it wasn't for this Black Panther trailer, I, I just was convinced that despite the fact that this happened literally six days ago, that I just knew this would have been the lead. It happened the day after we recorded our last podcast, which I was furious about. We like we're literally one day away from the biggest Marvel story in years, arguably. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wolverine. Played by Hugh Jackman, will be making an appearance in Deadpool 3. News is still, I mean, Hugh Jackman, I think, is still smiling. I think every time I see this guy now, I've seen like three or four clips of him. He has a grin as big as the size of Texas. And I don't blame him because I'm sure the bag that he got is quite nice from Disney slash Marvel. So we'll be talking about the Hugh Jackman addition to Deadpool 3. We also now, in another major development that happened today... Michael Waldron reportedly in line to be the screenwriter for Avengers Secret Wars. So, big announcement there, a big hire there. And we'll also talk about a Blade issues with production and a apparent rewrite that's happening with their script. Armor Wars is getting a major, I don't want to say rework, because we don't know how far they were in terms of the writing process of that. But the whole production and the, the release of that project is completely different now. Before it was supposed to be. Disney Plus show, now it's going to be a movie, so big, big developments happening at Marvel, I don't have anything on DC, because really nothing's, nothing's happening over there, so, um, and Marvel had, what me and Kendall were just talking about, one of the biggest weeks they've had in a long time when it comes to massive news, so, excited to talk about all this stuff, Join me on the podcast is Kendall stewart Shamari. not with us this week, he'll be back with us next week most likely, but Kendall joins me today, Kendall a lot on the docket today. What are you looking forward to talking about the most? Yeah, we do have a lot on the docket this week, EJ. Uh,
1: like you said a lot, Marvel. Um, it's gotta be Wolverine. Uh, like you said, I mean, you know, it's, it's the biggest, uh, biggest story that we've covered on this show all year. Uh, at least pertaining to Marvel. I would say, um, and it, I mean, you know, it's something that, you know, we, you know, you know, I threw out as, as a tease a couple of weeks ago that I thought the big thing that Kevin Feige was, was waiting to drop and why they weren't, they weren't stressed about, we got to push the X-Men out. We got to bring out the X-Men. We got to bring out Fantastic Four was that we were going to get Jackman in Secret Wars mm-hmm. and that. That's what they they are just trying to get to that. They're trying to get to that movie, trying to get to that moment. And then from there, that's when that's when we'll really start to feel a shift. But I didn't think we'd get Jackman in Deadpool. Uh I mm-hmm. do still do think we'll get Jack yeah I would say that's okay, definitely say still that, in the that, document. That, on the document that, potentially. Yeah, right. for sure. Um but but Deadpool, I mean that and and that's the other thing about Deadpool, and we'll and we'll talk about that and we'll probably get into it in a second, but uh well I'll hold my thoughts, but regardless, that's what I'm most interested to in, talk about as, as you can see, but we'll we'll, we'll hold that
0: conversation till later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's 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 a it's, big, story. big story. Deadpool, Deadpool. is uh, a big movie because it's the first you know official Fox franchise that is now a new Disney franchise that's being treated with the entire movie that's coming out. So uh this project now including Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine, really the franchise player of that Fox, you know, entity of the Marvel properties that they had, like, you know, he is the uh Derek Jeter, he's the LeBron James, he's the uh, you know, Tom Brady of that Fox squad. And now he is If he know,
1: was uh if he was LeBron does that make Halle Berry Russell Westbrook?
2: <laughs> oh
0: man i don't know where holly berry would be i feel like holly berry would almost be more like a kevin love like someone who like had like who clearly a lot of hype a lot of, a lot of hype and a lot of talent and women like, and they did win a championship and they had good moments but like you just they they never were what they were before they joined uh fox uh shout out to holly berry obviously we, we all love holly berry but uh the storm or years of storm uh, a lot of it, due to the poor writing, didn't go the way I think a lot of people would have hoped. So yeah, I, w- I would compare more like a Kevin Love, Russell Westbrook. That's like two. I don't know who I would call Russell Westbrook. Like maybe I don't know somebody who played somebody who was terrible in that uh in that in that, in that uh, Wolverine Origins movie. <laughs> like I don't I don't know who that would be like I because I, like I don't even Kish. think because to me like, yeah maybe yeah, Taylor yeah, maybe, yeah, Taylor, Taylor, yeah, maybe yeah, Taylor, Taylor Kish. Taylor, Kish Taylor I don't know like, like that, that movie that isn't is necessarily, necessarily about like. About, like when it comes to how the struggles of it, struggles of it. um, um let's,
1: let's say let's say uh
0: simon kimberg is, is Russell
1: Westbrook.
0: yeah maybe something like that right exactly you know <laughs> like because like because that 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 is i don't know if there's an actor per se that i would point to and say this person was so detrimental to the entire project that nothing worked which is essentially what happens with Russell Westbrook. but yeah there were there were other entities that made that happen and kimberg would maybe be a good choice so yeah, plenty of, of great conversations. We already, you know, you see how much we're chomping at the bit. Talk about Deadpool three, and we will talk about that very soon. But first, because it just came out today, we have to talk about. And we're recording this podcast on Monday night, October third, so that's why we're saying today. We got to talk about the new Black Panther trailer. So we got our first look at the new person taking the mantle of Black Panther in the new trailer for Wakanda Forever. The money shot comes at the end, as the person with a seemingly female frame lands in the middle of the screen with an all-new black suit with gold accents. The trailer shows more shots of the funeral for T'Challa, while also featuring more from Namor, who's shown using his winged feet for flight. Riri Williams, who also takes flight in her own uh, makeshift Ironheart suit. And overall, a lot more action set pieces that I felt like got to breathe a little bit in this trailer. So I'll give it, go to Kento first. What do you think of the new look of the Black Panther and what do you think of the new trailer that they dropped as a whole?
1: Um, I mean, the costume is the costume's cool. Uh, it's definitely distinct enough to where there won't be any people too confused about, you know, you know who it is or, uh, you know, is it just the same costume? It's very clearly a, a different costume. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought. You know, the, I think the big, the big takeaway I think for a lot of people in this trailer, there's a ton of takeaways. Obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a much more detailed trailer than the last one uh, uh, in terms of plot. But, um, but I think obviously, I think that the headline is, you know, the assumption that Shuri is is going to be the Black Panther. It's definitely uh, selling, it know, selling it that way. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it at the top. You know, they sort of told people who it is. Um, It was not explicit, but like you said, they they want you to believe that Shuri is Black Panther. Um, I find it curious why they'd be so explicit about it and not
0: just tell us. Let me ask you a question, because... I agree, but do you feel like the feeling that Shuri is obviously the Black Panther, is that feeling coming from the trailer that we saw, or was it from all the promotional material that came with the trailer? Because every poster and every promotional art that we see now, especially today, and a lot of them came out. There were a lot of really, I thought, some beautiful pieces, some that kind of were more of the cookie-cutter Marvel stuff, but I thought particularly like the IMAX and the, the Dolby Cinema uh, posters I thought were really cool, like, and I think the main one's pretty good too. With with Namor kind of being underwater, I, I kind of like that concept. But yeah, all the Iranians, like, yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of hard. But to me, like, do you feel like a lot of that has to do with your feelings that she's obviously the black panther? has to do with that, or do you feel like this trailer, like the trailer was more ambiguous than the posters. Yeah, cause I, feel, I I kind of agree with that. That's why I wanted to ask that. Yeah, for sure, the trailer was more ambiguous, but. That's... I mean,
1: it's just... She was obviously the leader in the ballpark going into it. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, the the physique to to a degree would, would, would check that box in terms of matching uh, what we've seen from Letitia Rice's character. And then, like you said, the poster is just adding all the gasoline and all the, all the you know, potential smoke to the fire. So... um yeah, I mean to me I like has every seen Disney do a bait and switch before? I mean, you
0: know, <laughs> I think back to uh, Force like, Awakens. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking I mean, I went a totally different direction. I was thinking Frozen. Like the the guy that's supposed to be like the prince charming is like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That was a really good score. Like that was not the promotion Yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah it's it's for totally sure different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um
1: you know, you know, like the Force Awakens made, uh, you know, Finn out to to look like he's going to be a Jedi or some sort of lightsaber wielder for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and you know, it was false advertise. You know,
0: but almost like was uh, that almost like was that? As you were saying, you're saying contained to that movie. You're saying that yeah, he he was not some, he was not even close to a Jedi.
1: Oh yeah, said. I mean, me and Shimari have those. Uh, yeah. Have those those rants? It's more Shamarri's rant than my rant, but mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> <Yeah, no, that's laughs> there's a lot of people, you know, uh, a lot of Star Wars fans that were excited to see, you know, Finn ha- take have that role, and it was for. Ten seconds, he picks up the lightsaber and gets destroyed by Ky- yeah, Kylo Ren. Yeah, Elanis wrecked. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> it yes. wasn't even like
0: they had a fight scene. It no, was just... that, that was there was, was two fights. Uh, Kylo <laughs> Ren hit hit Ren uh, Finn and Finn hit the floor. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Two hits, like it was like a Mike Tyson fight, like yeah. you know? So,
1: so that so that would be uh, that was a, a real bait and switch. And obviously, like we've seen, like like you said, a twist like the like you know Frozen or like, the Mandarin, you know, stuff yeah. like that, but.
0: But this would, this is, this, this would, would be f- more, this like would I feel, it. I would say, this would be more big. Like, this would be more yeah. like, wow, they really tried to make us think something else was going to happen here. Like, because right. I almost feel like with, like, with the Mandarin with Frozen, like, those, we like, there was no, like, those are good examples. Like, there was no expectation that there would, there could be a twist. Like, yes. I guess, it just like, has with, to be that Yeah, I guess with Finn and with this, like... It's an implication that this is is what's happening. Right, but we don't actually still know much about the movie, similar to Force Awakens. And there's zero... You're right, and there's zero context for anything. So I I kind of... So, like, I I think that you did a really good job of, like, kind of outlining... I I gave you one example, but you gave the other two. Of, like, this is how, like, Marvel slash Disney has done this before, and here, here are the avenues, and which one does this fit closest to? And, and the, I agree, other, I feel if it real, does fit close to the Finn example, I think that's a good one. It, the,
1: other, the other reason why I mentioned Finn is with, with, like, you know, for example, the Mandarin, you know, there was outrage, for sure, yes. by the twist, but it was it was mostly story-driven. It was, I, you know, I just don't like the movie, I don't like the villain, the, the villain was good before the twist type outrage, and not any sort of cultural outrage of, you know, you know, how can you do this to the Black Star Wars character? Um, there, I mean, there would be some 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 backlash. You know, one way or the other, uh, whether people for Shuri or or against Shuri being the Black Panther. Uh, if there's a decision, you know, you know, depending on how, where they go with this, and if there's do you, a do you
0: feel like there will be backlash if if they pull the shoot and 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 they pull the, the rug and they and, and, and there's people if it's not ch- really
1: because there's people excited about it. I mean, it's too late now. Like, there's people that watch this trailer, that really like this trailer, it's like, oh, I, this is awesome. Yeah. Shuri's, is, Shuri's Black Panther. Yeah. And Maybe if, this is if me. You, Go ahead. and I was just gonna say real quick, that if you pull the rug out from under them, once you've got them convinced, because, mm-hmm. I mean, three months ago, Letitia Wright's you know, Q rating was as low as it could have possibly been. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would cared if she would have said, yeah, the key is Black Panther or uh, Ak- Akoye's Black Panther. Nobody would have been like, what about Shuri? But, once you drop the trailer and you get people thinking about it and excited about it, and Letitia Wright stayed off the <laughs> stayed off social media and all that, well, now you got people warmed up to the idea that. oh, I mean, see how this goes, and then if you pull it pull the rug out and say, yeah, some a brand new character that we didn't even know was in the movie or something like that, that would uh, it would be controversial. I, I don't I don't think it would wouldn't be as controversial maybe as, as Finn but it, it
0: i there would be some people upset and be some people happy for sure yeah that like maybe maybe i'm in maybe i'm on the corner of the internet that feels a certain way maybe it's a little bit of an echo chamber i just feel like any real love for that shuri character was just destroyed by by leticia that's just a feeling i get now again you're you're on other parts that people are excited about, and I'm not saying that I don't see that people are excited. I think I I do see it, but I'm not really kind of taking it in. If
1: that were the case, I would just say real quick that I just think a lot of people there would be a lot more not venom
0: for the trailer, but just a lot more like apathy, like yeah. That is true. I think a lot of people like this trailer. There's just so many people, I, that people excited. A, that so is I a, just a read. That yeah. as
1: people are excited about
0: the idea that sure he's probably gonna be black. Panther. I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair point, Kendall. Only because. You're right. Every, all the other promotion shows that it looks like Shuri's Black Panther. So when you see this trailer, just like I, and me, you, and I had this conversation about tying the promotion with this trailer, other people are doing that same leap. So I think that's a fair point. If there's an excitement for this trailer and this movie, then that means there has to be excitement for Shuri being Black Panther. I don't know if it's necessarily like... Oh, like they can't wait for Shuri to be Black Panther, but like oh, they yeah. they co- they co-sign it, like they're they're for right. it because they're for this movie in the trail and what they've seen so far. So I think that's a very fair point. Um, I, I guess in my head again, I just Shuri is just so excuse me, the Letitia Leticia Wright is just so far gone for so many people that I see that like I think it is telling that while yes there is excitement for this trail, I I personally have not seen the people saying like, I'm really excited that Letitia Wright is getting this opportunity and that Shuri's going <laughs> to be seen but, that. Like, Not do that. You don't see that. I do see people no, saying that the, people suit, Shuri. the, suit, is, the seen... suit is hard. The suit is hard. The people saying that this movie looks like it's going to be really good. Like, I've seen that, but I've not seen this. I haven't seen as much the excitement for it, no None for it to Letitia Wright. And I've seen very little for Shuri, the, the character. So, I don't know. Some people trying to hold that because they don't want even want to touch that hornet's web. That certainly happens too. There are people who don't even want to Say something because they feel like well people will come out to say oh do you realize Letitia Wright is whatever and then that whole become the whole uh, again hornet's that's in itself
1: and again if if she's not Black Panther just, I mean just think about it mm-hmm. I mean
0: you look at the poster and
1: the Black Panther suit is right behind her I head know. it's like if you say it's actually Nakia I mean that would be false advertising I, I mean I wouldn't be it would, it would
0: because, it would be weird it would be very I mean and, I, very and then profound. again like. There are four other posts that they released today, and all of them. I mean, Nikia is she's very the, much she's front and center. She she is like uh, Nakia is like. If you ever see, you ever uh, listen to the song uh, "My Band" by D12 and Eminem. With D12, I've the part of D12, but uh, the song "My Band" and like uh, in Bizarre's part, you know he goes, "You know, Superman video, I was in the back. Superman video, I was in the back." And like they like photoshopped like him like in the back of these very famous Eminem videos. It's, it's just funny because it's just like, oh, here's this guy that, like, you know, is supposed to be close to Eminem, but like he's just, like, some guy in the background. That's yeah. kind of how Nakia fell, feels. Like, she like you know, she's just the person in the back <laughs> when it comes to uh, these uh, these posters. And it's just like, if that person all of a sudden was center stage in the Black Panther, given the promotion, that would be surprising. The only reason why it wouldn't be surprising is because, like, we know what happened with Letitia Wright. But otherwise, that would be very surprising. So... Yeah, I'm so I have a couple of things on this. I really haven't even talked about how I felt about this trailer. One, I thought it was a solid trailer. I don't think it was as powerful as the first one, but I think it was solid and I think it was important for a lot of different reasons. One of the main reasons is I think for me, I was really excited about the action set pieces I saw here. Like the last trailer, the first one, was almost 99% emotion, and it had to be. They, 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 they had to do a trailer like that. Um and it it was a it was I think one of the greatest mar- trailers Marvel's ever caught, in my my humble opinion, the first one. So great first trailer, but all emotion. It, it, action is very little, you don't know kind of what's going on. Like this this trailer, I was like, Oh, this is an action movie. I forgot I forgot. And this looks really cool. Like I think that Dodoro Malaje looked like they had some really cool action pieces. The Atlanteans on that tanker, that tanker scene, I think is going to be like a very memorable scene. Them taking over that tanker. And it looks like the dorm Logic kind of come in maybe late to try to figure out what the hell's going on. Like, I think that scene's going to be a killer. Uh, I think the Reeve Williams scenes look really good. There's a really cool scene. This looks like there's a, Reeve is Ironheart and it looks like also Okoye is doing some kind of car chase. They, they look like they're they're kind of one in the same. That scene looks like that's going to be really fun. So, I I was really excited about the action set pieces I saw from this. Like, it was very little, but like the little I saw, I said, oh, this looks really great like i'm really excited about this so that was really great um i thought the suit looked really great i thought that it was a really nice um nice twist i like how they, they again the nods to t'chaka with the gold accents i thought whoever the female uh actresses or the the, the, or the woman that's in the costume i think they look solid so suit looked really good i really like how they also revealed the suit having um having her come out of the the you know the black panther you know Plane, same way the child did in the first movie, you know, the early entrance, you know, coming out, hands crossed, comes through the chute, lands, no sound because, of course, you know, th- there's never a sound when T'Challa lands or the Black Panther lands because they just have that kind of dexterity. And then you pan up and you see the person like a really great shot. So that looked great. Um, I agree with you that if it's anyone other than Shuri, that'd be a major swerve. But there's one thing I want to say about this. And I want to shout out. Uh, I'm going to try to pull up a tweet real quick. Because I saw this tweet and it really it 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 it, it had me thinking. Because so shout out to uh, David Thompson. He's a um, podcaster, writer, and editor at The Direct. And shout out to The Direct. We actually will be talking about. Uh, I was going to say a
1: uh, 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 Naismith Basketball Hall of Famer, David Thompson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's also a great basketball player named David Thompson, but no, not this David Thompson. This this man looks uh, is a lot younger, and uh, uh, yes, he's not David Thompson um but anyway not that david thompson but this david thompson who um who actually exchanged with on twitter he seems like a he, he i thought he had a really interesting tweet he, he posted you know uh the pictures of you know the new black panther and namor and he posted a picture at the end of uh abomination not abomination i'm sorry um oh uh doomsday i was like well, i can't remember his name doomsday from batman v superman and he asked the question i have a concern could Black Panther kind of forever turn into Batman v Superman? Should I be concerned? And I paused because, like, when you hear that, like, that's a, I mean, Batman v Superman is a disaster. So, like, on a visceral level, like, I'm immediately ready to, like, you know, almost like square up, like, virtually, like, what? What are you talking about? But, like, when I kind of take, I kind of then, like, read it again and kind of thought about it and kind of thought about my feelings about this trailer. I think this is a very interesting point of view because, you know, he elaborates that, you know, could this become a situation where you have a movie that's set up to be Black Panther versus Namor that turns into some kind of team up at the end. And that's an interesting point. I'm not sure if I would mind it quite as much because I don't think they're pushing Namor as a villain per se. But here's what I will say. While this movie feels great and I like this trailer, this was probably the first time maybe in the entire this has not been a long promotional campaign. It started very fairly recently, so I don't, I don't want to say this like it's been this long time. But since the first, since we saw the first trailer, this is probably the first time where I actually did feel disappointment in regards to a what could have been with Chadwick and this child character, because I feel like this trailer once again really does a great job of setting Namor up as a real legitimate threat. Like he looks great in this trailer, and when I think about T'Challa versus Namor. This T'Challa, this this Namor that they're setting up with the T'Challa that we were introduced to, that feels like that was going to be a clash of the titans. That felt like that was going to be a major moment, and I think this movie is gonna be great. But I kind of sat back thinking, like, wow, this is gonna take a major effort to get whoever's in that costume over enough for this showdown between the Black Panther and Namor to reach that incredibly high ceiling that is just it is obvious when you think of what Chadwick did with T'Challa. And I wonder if that ceiling is even attainable now that he's unfortunately not with us anymore. That was one of the things I could not escape watching this trailer because I really, you know, seeing Namor fly and dodge those lasers, I'm just like, yo, this is insane. This This looks awesome. And then I'm thinking, wow, if that was if he was facing T'Challa, we'd already seen T'Challa in one Black Panther movie. We saw him in Avengers, and you know, maybe would maybe would have seen him in something else before then. And now this character that we know and we love, and and that we have you know uh, have, have had time with, was now this was the next threat he was facing, and it was him versus Namor. Man, that would have been killer. Now it, this could still be great, but that was just the one thing I felt. But what do you think of that uh, that concept? Would you feel disappointed if? There, if they do decide, oh, Namor, they're gonna team up at the end, or they, you know, like, how do you feel about that that aspect of it? Like, is that a concern for you? Do you feel like this is a legit concern?
1: I mean, I did see, uh, I did see recently, uh, as of a day ago or something like that, a um, an actor, I don't remember who, on this movie, said that. They see Namor as more of an anti-hero
0: as than yes. a villain. Which yeah, I mean, I, was it, Nachtwertha? Yeah, I thought it might have been Herta, but maybe it wasn't. I mean, it I, so maybe I know it exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I almost mentioned know, it he, in my. Experience. He's got some. Uh, he's got some loose lips, apparently. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> second second week in a row, we're saying spoilers from uh, T Huerta.
0: But yeah. Um, yeah, last week he's a mutant. This week he's not. A, he's a hero. He's not. A, he, he's not, he's the, not villain. the villain. What? um but when you hear that I mean first
1: of all it's like yes I mean, I, I mean if you read a, if you read a, read anything with Namor or seen anything with Namor, you know he's not a he's normally not a, a pure villain he, he's definitely more anti-heroish so um in in some respects it's good but that also then you know lends yourself to the idea that third act he's probably not the villain you know, or it's probably not the final final foil, um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. Obviously, like you said, I mean, that's been the that's that's been like the whatever you want to call it, you know, elephant in the room with this movie is that you know this, this idea, you know, when it was conceptualized initially had T'Challa as Black Panther, and uh, you know. That 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 is not what this movie is right now. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be the Child versus Namor, and that's not what it, that's not what it is. Um, and we understand the hard circumstances that they're uh, in and trying to uh, recreate this film. But um, the other the other hard thing to match besides that the the, the thought of that matchup is also um you know, replacing Michael B. Jordan as as a villain. You know, I mean Eric yeah. Killmonger, uh, or Eric Stevens, uh, Killmonger was, you know, a top five MCU villain. Uh not a high bar, but you know, but I mean, he cleared three he cleared it probably. he cleared
0: it like Vince Carter clearing Frederick <laughs> Weiss. Like it was, just, yeah, it was exactly. very easily in the top and you say five, I think mean, that's generous. I mean he's top three mind. For for sure. Me. Sure. And and
1: and so uh yeah I mean Killmonger obviously set the bar really high for uh for Black Panther villains and MC villains as a whole. And so to be the guy who's gonna be in a very similar spot. I'm not saying that to say that uh Namor and Killmonger are the exact same character, but I say they're they're gonna be in a similar spot just given he's obviously not a copycat villain, uh like Killmonger was, but uh he the, the adversary it's, it's with the righteous one-on-one. cause. Yeah, and it's, yes. it's an
0: adversary with a righteous cause.
1: Right. You know, whenever sometimes you'll have a situation where you'll go from you know you'll you'll go from, you know, Mr. Freeze to the Court of Owls. Like there's no there's no comparison there, you know. Uh two completely different adversaries, you know, the structure completely yeah. different. It's a lot yeah. easier to compare the Riddler and Joker as villains, (laughs) you know, it is to compare Bane and Two-Face, you know? Yeah. So so it's from that perspective, like Namor and Killmonger, not too far off the spectrum. The, the, the action will be very different, but not too far off the spectrum. Uh, and comparisons will 100% be made, uh, coming out of this movie. If we're led to believe what we've been led to believe. So, um, yeah, and I will say where it's his comment, plus the two hour and forty plus runtime, okay. forty minute plus runtime, uh, reportedly, uh, to me suggests there's more smoke to to the idea that Doctor Doom right. plays a role in this.
0: Movie. Yeah, not, and you know, I months. mean, we we've been doing this podcast for years, and I feel like the very earliest iterations of talking about this movie was this idea that you know, okay, yes, it'll be Namor as a Adversary, that's the main adversary, but like it's going to be Dr. Doom pulling the strings, and somehow he will have a large role in this. And knowing how much uh, Ryan Cougar loves the overall Marvel canon, and knowing how much he, he, I mean, you know, he would love to put Dr. Doom in this movie, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I would, on the surface, I don't think I would be concerned if that's the case, only because. I guess for me, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is not Doomsday to me. Like Doctor Doom is, and that's not diss not like to Doomsday, but like Doctor Doom is just like he, he, like Doomsday is just a pure physical threat. Like there's he is there's nothing intellectual about him. There's nothing interesting about Doomsday. Really, he's just a beast. And and Doctor Doom, if he's introducing this somehow as the main villain, he provides a lot more, a lot more of a dynamic threat and a lot more of a dynamic uh character to play off of all the people that are involved with this film and the people that are overall involved with the marvel universe i don't see if he was included in this as a bad thing per se but at the same time i think when you're doing promotion like i don't think you can promote you can't promote this movie as oh they, they're gonna team up you have to promote it as yeah namor's pulling up on the surface dwellers and he's trying to get them out of there like that has to be your promotion so it's like I don't know how you play it if you do have another lane. I guess the, the question would be: Should you even do this? Should you just just make it just a straight Namor versus Black Panther movie? Well, then it, it like it goes back to this, the conversation we've had plenty of times on this show where it's like: How do you put over? How do you put over Namor without having him lose? Like, how do you do it? Like in in wrestling, it can be done, but it's very difficult. Well, I don't say difficult, but it can be tricky, and like. We want to see the Wakandans and Black Panther win, but that means Namor has to lose. And how do you if you're trying to build him as someone who's going to be a character for the future? This is not just a one off. How do you keep him strong and still have him lose this war that he's waging? I I don't know how you do that. Now, if it's Dr. Doom that somehow screws him. I mean, that's a lot more believable. I think a lot of people feel better about that. But yeah, the juggling a lot here. This is this is. This is an extremely ambitious movie. Just I know we could talk about, you know, the movie that had more characters because they're juggling more things, but like in terms of just like everything this movie's had to deal with, and I'm not even talking about the off the set stuff. I'm talking just about pure story in terms of what they're trying to accomplish with T'Challa, with 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 you know, you know on screen death, but also obviously the death of, of Chadwick Bozeman. Between that, between trying to include a new, a brand new character that they've not done any real legwork on over the course of the years. Besides very weird kind of like allusions to stuff happening underwater. Like there's a lot going on, a lot to try to accomplish. If they try to throw another monkey wrench in there with Dr. Do- do- Doom, that's going to be another ball to juggle it, in the air. But if there's anyone that I trust to do it, it is uh, Ryan Cooler and in this, in this, in this staff. Last thoughts on this because we, we got to get to Jackman. But what are you, you going to say? Uh,
1: they, I also get the sense that they are confirming, uh, I mean, you know, well, they're not confirming anything, but we're, we're, I will say we're in the, uh, we feel, at least I I feel like we're going to get, uh, we don't know, but, um, this trailer doesn't tell us exactly what we're going to get in terms of how. T'Challa. Uh, yeah, we, we still don't know what... It's yeah, written, wrote, off out yeah, of it. We have the, no the, idea. I don't know. It seems like... seems like there's funerals and stuff, but... um, So I'm assuming the character's
0: gonna die. Well, but, yeah, there's definitely a funeral. Even that that's, whole thing, that whole scene when they're in white, and stuff, so that's all a funeral scene. Yeah. Um, You yeah. know, and then, you know, we, we speculated
1: in the past could that have been during the blip, who knows, I don't know. It seems less likely but um but yeah but they they haven't really they haven't told us you know uh they could have you know they told us they've seemingly told us who Black Panther is gonna be but they that's the one thing they're not gonna tell us until the movie but and they should I'm, and they again should. I'm glad that it's two, they, they that's something they should keep on the wraps Yeah, I mean you you that's an argument you can make I mean some, people, I mean, do you some not, people do do you disagree uh I don't feel strongly one way or the other again i I've, met, I've said this about this movie a million times it's not an easy task one way or the other uh you know so <laughs> you know I don't feel I don't feel strongly about it but you know you know there's maybe people will say you know just tell us tell us tell us what tell us what happened and, and then you know in the beginning of the movie, you know, and not if it's not a spoiler, some of some you say it's not a
0: spoiler if it in the first five minutes, you know. Yeah, Whatever I just I, yeah, I think that that is one of the biggest. It's something that is going to be simple and I'm kind of key expecting it to be a little underwhelming. But like, it's one of those things. And I don't mean his, his actual funeral and like the tribute to him, but I mean, just like what happened to Jala. But I think. To me, it's it's like one of the biggest storyline going into this movie, like, for, like yes, there's a storyline of who's replacing him, but, like what happened to him, like what happened to him in the Marvel canon, is important, and especially if now they're heading their bets on whether or not recasting is a possibility, so you can't you you can't put that in a trailer to me, like that that I don't I don't think you can. I don't care how underwhelming it is, you have to just let that be one of the things that people come to the movie to see. I don't know, that that just seems like. I guess I can see people saying, "Well, if it's not that big a deal or it's so early in the movie, then who cares?" But I think that's a driving. I think that's a driving force in this movie. A lot of people when they heard this movie is coming out it was like, "How do you do a movie without the Black Panther?" Because for a lot of people, T'Challa is the only Black Panther. We know he's not, but for a lot of people, he is. So yeah, how how are they gonna do a Black Panther movie without Black Panther? Come and find out. See what happened to him and see how we write around this. Like that is absolutely part of this entire story. So I don't think at all that. That should have been in the trailer, but um, but let's we, we have been on this for a while. I do want to get to uh, Deadpool, Kendall, because this was uh just massive news. Uh, Deadpool three gets a massive jolt from the announcement that Hugh Jackman will be reprising the role as Wolverine in the sequel movie. The announcement was made in the most Deadpool way ever, which was Ryan Reynolds posting a funny video on Twitter where he matter-of-factly asked uh Hugh Jackman in the background if he wanted to come back as Wolverine, and Hugh Jackman simply says, sure. And that was it. And that's how we learned that Hugh Jackman was going to be Wolverine once again. And then there was another funny clip that was posted between the two where there were more laughs provided but not too many details other than that they, quote, weren't touching what happened in Logan, uh, where Wolverine, of course, if you've not seen that movie, Wolverine sees his demise in the year of 2029. Reynolds uh, describes that as, quote, a totally separate thing in this uh, Twitter video. So besides uh, the details that are, that those details, everything else is pretty scarce in terms of what's going on with this new team up. But a lot of fans are really excited that it is now a reality that Hugh Jackman will be in a Marvel studios movie. And it's going to be Deadpool three Kendall simple, simply put is bringing Wolverine back the right move for Marvel and for Deadpool three.
1: Uh, I mean, clearly it, it it sends the message to me that they, uh, they didn't have major plans to change what this movie was going to be. Um, Interesting. Okay. It almost reminds me a lot of my theory with Spider-Man No Way Home, whereas, you know, and it's, you know. To, you know, suggest it out there, apply, but that this <laughs> Fire and No Way Home is a Sony movie, The Marvel was like, well, we, we gotta get in on this. We're not gonna, we're just gonna let you guys make this movie yourselves. And then it got, you know, it got sort of molded into whatever it became. Um, You know, the reporting is that Fox was gonna, this was gonna be Deadpool 3 before the merger um, for the Divi Takeover. And that Deadpool three, the plan was to try and get Jackman, a Jackman Deadpool buddy cop, um, and uh, you know, I mean, you got the portfolio, you start going through it, and you're reading, it and you're saying, "I mean, this is this sounds like a great idea." You know, if you're Kevin Feige, just like the, just like the idea of the Sony, you know, three Spider-Man movie, it, it doesn't make much sense, but it's gonna sell. I, you know, I don't know. if you know, another movie doing another movie. Hugh Jack- Hugh Jackman's Wolverine made much sense, but it's gonna sell a lot of tickets and make a lot of money when you pair him with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool character. So, yeah, I mean, obviously for Marvel, they could have they could have pivoted and said, no, we're gonna use, you know, we're gonna pair him with Captain America, or we're gonna pair him with Iron Man, or somebody. But it, it you know, it, it makes. It, it, it's a much bigger deal if you're able to get him, get him with Hugh Jackman. So yeah. I mean, from that perspective, I think it's, it's, it's a, uh, it makes sense for them. Um, I think the timing of the announcement, uh, it's not ideal. Um, Interesting. I think if you're Marvel, you would have much rather, and look at the end of the day, none of this, none of this actually, none of this stuff actually matters uh, in terms of when you announce when a movie's coming out, but it would have been a lot better if they could have got South for D twenty three, and they, they they joke about it in one of the in the first video, but um, it I don't know if you know there's speculation that could have been could have been that the deal wasn't done at that point. Um, I don't know how that happens. You know, this isn't this wasn't something
0: you've been planning for months, years. You trying to say? That. Uh, <laughs> trying to say? I was trying to say, Marvel's like the New York Knicks trying to get Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Somehow they somehow all oh, that after months and years and stuff, they still couldn't get the deal done. Yeah, they couldn't pull the trigger. But,
1: um, so yeah, that 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 part is bizarre because uh, I don't think that this announcement obviously went mega viral, big deal. Uh, they did it in a much more Ryan Reynolds way, which makes you wonder maybe this was the plan and they intentionally were you know intentionally underwhelming at d23 just to set up for this but i don't think that's good business in my opinion yeah i mean again i don't i don't i don't do marketing at, at, at marvel studios so i can't tell you if, i can't tell them how to run their business but mm-hmm. uh to take all that bad press just for a for a joke you know <laughs> a joke that is mean, it's, it's, really it's not a, it's
0: not above it's not above feige for what it's worth oh it's no, to, to, take, not take to do a joke that for the you know take for a bit yeah. for, for a bit is not above fight let's be clear. yeah <laughs> uh
1: so yeah that 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 part i didn't understand but um but yeah i was just gonna like i was gonna say the open I'm talking about uh obviously setting up you know the wolverine character bringing back it you know setting up secret wars um, and the idea that he will be, uh, he will likely be in that movie. Uh, the The only question would be one, obviously that's
0: fuel to the fire that I don't know, maybe they can't use. Maybe they have no, to. They use gonna keep, they're going to keep, they're going to keep putting out stories saying that that's not true. And then every other yeah. week I'm going to hear another old X-Men person yeah. coming back. I saw <laughs> you see that Patrick Stewart is now apparently in talks could be in this movie. I saw that Jesus. today. So yeah. it's like every time they're gonna keep saying that's not true. I'm gonna hear, you know, is Famke Jensen uh busy? Like, you know <laughs> like who, yeah, you know, James
1: Marsden? Yeah, we're gonna bring, we're, let's, let's, and, what's
0: James Marsden doing? I'm sure he got some time in between signing three and this. <laughs> so So yeah,
1: no, I I mean, so that that's certainly a thing, but it, you know, obviously I'll lead you into it, EJ. Does does this Is there a part of you that's a little bit concerned? Mm-hmm. that you know how many wolverines can we have you know i mean or does this is pushback oh, yeah. timeline for an actual x-men
0: or is this the perfect way to transition and pass the torch that's interesting it's funny you say that because there is a um i saw there was another again there's a there were so many marvel stories this week there was another like rumor out there that like the word was that they they're not gonna use the x-men until phase six or seven was the, the thing I saw? Why not phase eight, <laughs> Why not <I> phase thirteen, <laughs> lucky yeah, thirteen, right? Like, phase seven. I'm, I saw phase seven. I'm like, my God, th- that- <laughs> how old that- am I going to be? For this? Yeah, man, <laughs> I, I, will, I will. I will be a grandpa by the time I'm phase is so. um, <laughs> up. So it's fun. I, I think. I think. I, I'm very curious. We're going to go with this. And I'm, I'm happy you went mostly with like that. This was a weird way to do this because. <laughs> Like everybody was so euphoric about the actual announcement, and the announcement is big. Um yes. I, I personally am not, and now you know me as as we all have different like kind of um roles and different like kind of like niches niches on this show. So everybody on this podcast listening to me knows that I am the Deadpool fan of this show. I love Deadpool. Deadpool is one yes. of my favorite characters of all time. I personally have never been the biggest fan of the Deadpool Wolverine pairings in the comics. I think that Wolverine versus Hulk was probably the best Wolverine Deadpool interaction I I probably had ever seen. I think a lot of times like things sound good on paper but don't actually play out nearly as well uh, and I think Deadpool Wolverine is one of them. Now, it's not nearly as bad as Deadpool Spider-Man. That doesn't make any sense. I hate when they put Deadpool and Spider-Man together that's just stupid this one makes a little more sense and there's some history that makes it make more sense and I think there have been good stories but like I typically it felt like like Wolverine in some ways has kind of been a crutch for Deadpool when it feels like they're kind of they don't know where to go or they want to just kind of get a, a good rating or uh, some good uh some good sales they throw Deadpool and Wolverine in something and so I just feel like it's unnecessary I don't think those two characters on the surface like I don't think Wolverine would ever waste his time with someone like this for longer than three minutes. But yet, we somehow find a way to write ourselves into Wolverine dealing with this person for five issues or, again, an hour and a half of a movie. So, I say to say, I, I'm not a big fan of that pairing, but Jackman and Reynolds are mega stars. Like, if you have a chance to do that, I don't care what your story was. You do that. So, I don't have an issue with them doing this. But I'm glad you kind of went more with the, this is a weird way they're going about doing this take. Because I... Watch this thing play out. And the thing that I came out with was Ryan Reynolds and the Deadpool crew, they must have the best deal with Marvel slash Disney of all the people that work with Marvel Disney, in my opinion, because they pretty much operate completely independent of Marvel and Disney. At least that's the that's the way it looks. I can't say for sure if that's factual because I don't have their contracts in front of me. But, I mean, how many times have I talked about on this show that, like, there are like, writers, their directors, the people working on that movie, they just talk to whoever they want to about this movie. A movie that's still, still, Kendall, has not been announced by Marvel, even after this. Marvel is not putting Deadpool on any official slate. We haven't heard any official. Now, we, there's a release date, so we know it's, it's going to happen. But we actually haven't heard Kevin Feige come out and actually say, yeah, we're excited for Deadpool, whatever the, you know, the subtitle's going to be. And that's coming out, blah, blah, blah. Like, we haven't heard that from Marvel yet. We haven't, We only heard from Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds' crew. Like, to me, it's like whatever deal they signed Reynolds and his staff to, it is nothing like anyone else has signed with Marvel and Disney because they don't operate any like anyone else. That's whoever worked for them. Everyone else is under, like, you know, like, they, the S.H.I.E.L.D. The Shield agents are on, the, uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. snipers are on the, on the roof, like, just waiting for them to leak some bad information that they don't want to get out. Like, you can't say nothing to do nothing without Marvel's input. You have to lie. You have to make things up. We have not seen that from the Deadpool crew. They talk very openly and very honestly about where they're at with stuff. And then this promotional drop of Hugh Jackman, one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, and one of the biggest character actors of all time, of all cinema, is going to be in a Marvel movie, and Marvel can't announce it. Like... That is strange. But the only thing I could think of is Reynolds told them I'm not doing nothing with y'all unless y'all let me do whatever the hell I want. And That means I want full control of the movie in terms of the uh the, the creative way this goes. I want full control of the promotion and how this goes because this is nothing like anything I've ever seen Kevin Feige produce. Like think of like Kevin Feige is like Dean Smith in the '80s. He's running the four corners offense. He's keeping everybody in check. Everybody's getting equal amount of shots. Like, no one is out there just freestyling. And then it's like they just put, like, Kyrie Irving on their team in, like, the 80s. Like, today, today's Kyrie Irving. He said, okay, now you go do whatever the hell you want. Like, that's what this looks like. I'm not necessarily... I know I'm talking loud and I'm very excited because this is, like... This take has been driving me crazy for a week now. Um, so I'm just really excited. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all that this is what's happening. It's just... It's astonishing to me. And I don't know if you see it any way I see this way, do you see this kind of, do I sound crazy on this? Like, this is nothing like anything I've seen from anything that Marvel and Kevin Feige have produced. Like, first of all, I will agree that this is not how this should have been done. Like, this was, I thought it was funny, I thought it was (laughs) crazy that it was happening, like, it, it seemed surreal, but, to maximize I mean, engagement, this doesn't, this and doesn't get this doesn't get announced again at a, yeah a, attached to a major convention. A I mean, it should have been a comedy event. I mentioned D
1: twenty three. Should have been a comedy. Yeah, Con, yeah. Should been a
0: comedy. Like it, this doesn't get attached. To it. And then like, okay, you signed Hugh Jackman. Now the one thing I will say, okay, let's say you do sign him after D twenty three. Let's say you had some issue with a contract. Now you got to try to hold it till when? Like, how do you hold it? How do you hold something that massive for that long? Especially when you're you're probably gonna try to get into production soon. Where it doesn't only something like that, it's gonna lead to Hollywood Reporter, gonna lead to deadline. So that's the only thing that makes me pause a little bit and saying, okay, well, maybe if this was signed afterwards, like, what do you do? How do you go about it? Okay, again, that's why this? I go
1: back to. But how, again, I still feel like
0: there's something else you could have done than this.
1: Was this deadline, was this supposed deadline, was, was Jackman's, like, number too high? And Jackman was holding it against him, like, hey, look, you want me for D23? You gotta give me X amount of money, and Warner was like, "We did give you that." Yeah, somehow
0: they didn't do it, and then they went back and said, "Okay, never mind." Like, you missed. you, you now know, You missed the moment. Like, now you missed your moment, and you still paid the guy. So I don't know what like. Well, where you the, paid if
1: you just made. I mean, where's you the know W? How these deals work in sports where, you know, there's a self-imposed deadline where, like, like Lamar Jackson, for example, saying, "I'm not, I'm not signing my extension." Yeah, yeah, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Judge. Yeah. You know, but if the guy, if if if. The Ravens decided, in
0: Week Five, we'll give you right. this. Yeah, here, yeah, here's the 300 million you wanted. Like, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll probably
1: Marvel, take it. He'll probably take it. So that you know, Marvel may have missed whatever self-imposed deadline, that being D23, so that they can
0: bring him out. You know, this is all you know hypothetical, but
1: regardless, I, but, I mean, I like feel to like-, like
0: that's the only way that I don't see this as somehow Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool just being just total. Just like outside of anything that Mar anything Kevin Feige is in charge of. It just they just look like they operate independently. Do you see that as well? Like like that's the take I have.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean that's that's there's is I mean, there's some good deductive reasoning going on. You know, and then and, and the Deadpool brand has always been the awkward fit within the MCU since the D twenty three or not D twenty three since the Fox uh twentieth century Fox merger. Um and so in many ways I think Kevin is probably cool with it because it's like how do I even fit this guy unless we're gonna change the character drastically, how do I even fit this guy in with the rest of my portfolio uh from a it's like a messaging standpoint, from a positioning standpoint. Um, you'll take him financially, but Um, And that's why, again, positioning him with Wolverine as opposed to Captain America makes it a little easier because you're not having to hijack one of your other characters and put them in some rated R movie or, you know, you're you're taking somebody that, you know, is a Fox character in his own right and, you know, is better off being rated R movie potentially. So, Mm -hmm. I mean...
0: The, is there... I mean that 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 is a different that is a, that is an interesting angle is is because this is gonna be rated R like is it smart to just is is, is it smart to have them just work kind of independently yeah, but, kinda, you know, keep yeah him, that, that's a, keep them at, di- at a distance I, Kendall man I feel like you are batting a thousand today with some of these counters and some of these thoughts today I, like that's that's a good point I didn't think about that
1: yeah I mean and I mean you you raise a good point in general that this is clearly something that. It is the only pattern, movie though. like this. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a the only movie this, like this. this. Movie. I mean, the 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 director or writer, forgot who it was was. Uh, they it was they was the director from Stranger Things. Levi was like, um, we like you know he's been holding on to this for weeks. You know, so I think you know he 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 like he wish you know he wish he could have seen he could have told people sooner. Which again makes me think, well. And, well, he didn't say how long he had been holding on to, but he's like, I, it's been hard, you know, it's been hard recently operating knowing that this was the case. So it that also leads you to believe that D23 was a while ago, but still uh, that they probably could have got this done. Is there anything that they could do with the Jackman character? And, and also, is this like, is it almost a, I don't want to go as far as say I wasted the Jackman character, but should people not get too excited? Because again, even though this is Marvel studios and it's Wolverine, like this also isn't an X-Men
0: movie. It's going to be um, satire in, in many, in many respects. It's a good question. I, I've thought about that too. So it's funny you mentioned that because like you were saying, we keep promoting this as Deadpool three. I mean, is this, like, Deadpool Wolverine? Like, like this, like... I I personally don't... I don't know why Hugh Jackman would come back just to be some other dude's sequel. I'm sorry. I don't care if it's Deadpool. Like, I don't... I don't think that that's what's bringing him... That's getting him out of bed. So, I'm kind of expecting the branding for this to be, like, equal between Wolverine and Deadpool. And that's why the first logo you see is, you know, Deadpool's logo with the Wolverine claws on it. Like, I... I don't know. if This is Deadpool three. Like I know it's gonna be the third Deadpool installment, and the first two will be some kind of canon too. I know it's gonna be very weird with the MCU branding now, but like, I I think this might be a Wolverine Deadpool movie. Like I don't know if it's gonna be Deadpool three or Deadpool, uh, you know, Weapon X, or something like that. I, I don't think that's what's happening here. I mean, if it
1: is, then I think they would be smart to lean. To make it more of a real movie than the last Deadpool's have been, and not that to say that that the last Deadpool's they did. aren't aren't like, because they're not bad movies. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, a lot of people really enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed the first one a little more than the second one, but I mean, the first you one know, from fantastic. a fantastic, yeah, yeah, um, from a from a story standpoint, there's a superhero movie story standpoint, they're you know they definitely aren't the uh they aren't the deepest you know stories told um i'm not saying that this movie needs to be super deep or you know super well thought out but um you know but it can't be you know it can't be the deadpool comedy hour as well i think that that's where you run into some issues so um so yeah no i i mean i'm i'm of the mindset that that you know we're gonna see uh, Wolverine, and I think that that's gonna be the that's gonna be the the the, the question also uh, for this character is what different do we see? Is it just gonna be Wolverine plucked straight from the movies? Is it gonna be some alternate version of Wolverine like we like we kind of you know saw in with Patrick Stewart and Fantastic Four? Or not in for that, for but in uh Doctor Strange, or and if so,
0: whichever version of Wolverine is it? Is he wearing the yellow suit? Yeah, that's that's been the rumor that he, he'll be he'll be in the suit. I mean, again, you know, if I, he's gonna do something that's been done before, he's gonna do it differently. So Wolverine showing up, I, he's not gonna look like Wolverine that we saw in the black suit or even in that the, the tank top and you know. And, and fall jacket like he's he's gonna look different so i i totally expect that we'll see a, a real suit how what it will look like i don't know but i expect that to be to be different for sure and yeah tone tone would be interesting um that's but that kind of goes back to my whole feeling that <laughs> wolverine and deadpool are not the great that the pairing people think they are in terms of being this great awesome pairing like they just haven't been in my opinion so I think you'll end up getting a, a, a movie that's gonna be fun, it's gonna be exciting. I mean these are two great actors and who are great in these roles. Uh I think that this movie does have a ceiling. I think it has a ceiling because these two characters in theory really shouldn't they shouldn't be spending nearly as much time as they do. Uh, but they, they're money drivers, so the you know, creators always find a way to, to pin them together and, and I'll be fascinated to see how but they The real thing, real quick out.
1: last point, just to answer a question that you brought up. Why does Hugh Jackman do this just to be a footnote? No, well, not footnote, but right. Just to be a, 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 a supporting you know, actor. So yeah, supporting actor. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's that's the word. Uh, in a in a Deadpool movie, it it's in my opinion this the only uh, the only explanation would be you're setting him up to be in Secret Wars. Same way they set up
2: Drew right.
1: McGuire to be in Secret Wars. Um. Yeah, so that, that when we get that moment that we get right. Downey and Jackman and Maguire and who knows about Garfield and some of these other people, Evans, some of these other historical Marvel characters, um, it'll it'll make sense. You know, you'll have time to set it up. I I I thoroughly expect that this movie will tie into Secret Wars and explain in some
0: way how Wolverine ends up there. Yeah, well, first of all, Deadpool causing Secret Wars, I think, would be awesome. Like him, him being one of the main causes. I think there would be multiple causes. Him being one of the main causes actually would be would make a lot of sense and be really funny. Like him just somehow finagling with the timeline enough that this whole thing happens. Yeah. I see that being something that would be a, a kind of a great gag for the. You know, again, Kevin Feige's not a, he's not he's not uh, above gags like that, and that is one I think that actually would be good. That would actually be. Makes sense. Um, Comes out yeah, two months it, before Fantastic Four. Yeah, I think that's the timing is interesting. Yeah, that's funny, man. I, I tell you what, again, Kendall, man, he's he's going for fifty today. I feel like every question I have, he's got a great response, or any critique I have, he has a great comeback, and that's another good one, for sure. In terms of uh, Jackman's potential future in Secret Wars. Speaking of Secret Wars, uh, we have a screenwriter now. So, um, breaking news on this Monday as well. Deadline uh, deadlines reporting that Loki showrunner and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness screenwriter Michael Waldron has been hired to write the script for the Masters crossover, Avengers Secret Wars. Deadline says Marvel held meetings about the job for several months, but that Waldron was seen by many as a frontrunner given how pleased Marvel was with Loki, which had already started filming season 2. The Search is now on for a director, but Marvel now has three-fourths of its creative team intact for the two Avenger movies coming out in 2025. So you got uh, Destin Daniel Creighton as director for Kang Dynasty and Jeff Loveness is uh is gonna be writing Kang Dynasty. Now you got Waldron writing Avengers Secret Wars. So this it, it, what I learned today, Kendall, was that a lot of people hate Michael Waldron. I didn't know this until today. Um apparently it's because a lot of people didn't like Doctor Strange as much. Uh I kinda knew that a little bit, but I, I I, I think this is, I, I will say, I think this is one of those things where the negative people on Twitter are a lot louder than the overall consensus is my, is kind of how I feel about this, like in terms of Waldron hatred and hatred for strange Two. Like, I think that that movie, um, I think that movie is, is I, when I like the movie, I think a lot of people like the movie. It's not perfect, but I think that it was, it had a lot of really cool moments. Um, I don't know, I just I just think for me it was it was surprising to see so many people so upset with Waldron's hiring here. Now, I think for the people that are talking about Doctor Strange and the issues they had with it, I think they did just remember that one. Uh a lot of the, the really cool concepts, the really cool things about this movie, uh or rather cool things that didn't make the movie, apparently Feige held him back. Like there were a lot of cool concepts and cool ideas that he wanted. He wanted to do more stuff for Reed Richards. Um, more stuff with the timelines. And it was uh, Feige who kept saying, yeah, no, we're not going to do that yet, or no, we can't do that. And he had to change a lot of things. He also, as my dad pointed out on Twitter, and shout out to my dad, he came in late. Like He, he came in and had to rewrite a script that was already done uh, by by, uh, by Derrickson. So it was kind of a, t- a tough task that Waldron was put with. And I, I thought, given what he did, he did a pretty good job. And given what Feige didn't allow him to do, I'm like, well, those other ideas sounded great. I would love to see him explore those further. So um, I personally kind of like the hiring because I think for me, one, this hiring means that the event of Loki can actually matter now. Like, that's been one, you know, Kendall, I talked about this the point. That has been one of my biggest pet peeves of this entire process of the multiverse saga that we're in. Is that i feel like loki set itself up to be the biggest event that's happened so far yet in the marvel universe still in these this recent most recent phase and it just seems like the things that happened in that movie didn't matter like they don't address it and now i feel like okay i think we'll get a lot addressed in quantum mania to be fair but now I feel like okay this really does feel like a through line from loki initially messing with timelines to now this guy who wrote that and i thought did a bang up job that was other thing that's when i knew this twitter thing i thought was kind of like phony because then people were trying to tell me that loki's whack and i'm like get out of here that that's that is not how most people feel about loki so again sometimes just the loudest people who hate this person or hate this creator are the only people talking about this creator so loki was good loki was really good and now we come into uh this where we have a true through line between the multiverse events of loki to the big event of the timeline of the saga secret wars that's extremely encouraging to me so i like that i think that people are overreacting a little bit in terms of their negativity regarding the hiring but um but what do you, what did you think of the hiring uh i mean so let me preface this.
1: I've mentioned this quite a bit on the show when it comes to Michael Waldron. Got no nothing but respect for uh, his his ability and his his skills as a showrunner. Huge fan of the show Heels uh, on, on Stars with Stephen Amell. Um, so you know, I mean, you know, I, I, there are Michael Waldron projects that I am a fan of. Doctor Strange. Uh, you guys, you know, know on this show that I was the, definitely the least biggest fan of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness That's on this uh, show. Uh, I can't say I didn't like the movie. I thought it was fine. Uh, the movie annoyed me quite a bit. You know, it, it, it's like, you know, it's like asking like, uh, by like asking like an Eagles fan, like, did you like Carson Wentz? Like, I mean... Not it was terrible, but can't say can't say I light the can't say I light course. Can't say that was an overall positive experience. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. You know, they, they didn't go it didn't go how I would have hoped. You know, there was a lot of upside that 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 went down the wayside. So that's 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 how I felt with that movie. Um and yeah, I mean I it, it's it's concerning for me. Uh I'm not I'm not panicking because again, I I do like heels. Uh, I did like Loki. um, But it's a little bit concerning and it happens sometimes in Hollywood. It was what worries you about the guys who are writing fantastic four, who have very little track record. Um, But you know, it, it happens in Hollywood where sometimes a guy just becomes a runaway, you know, a runaway name, you know, and, you know they get hot.
0: Make, yeah, make Hollywood. Is, Hollywood is a copycat league. Yeah, you know like we say that we say that about the NFL. Like it's like, oh, you, you know, you heard that guy's good. You heard that guy's good, and all of a sudden that person, has yeah, lot, five right? jobs. That person has five jobs. And you're just like, wait, I've I've not seen them do anything, or I have seen them only do one right. thing, and one it was pretty thing good. good. It's pretty good, but now they're on six different projects. You know, it, yeah, it, and, and people. I mean, the, like the, 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 and the one. The, I mean, the one filmmaker who's who's.
1: Name is not nearly as hot as he's making these movies. That
0: it was when he was hired to make these movies is Taika Waititi, you know. I mean, mean, thank God I I don't need to see another Marvel Taika Waititi movie. Yeah,
1: you know, and he's got a Star Wars movie coming out that people are dreading. You know, there, you know, I mean, we know there's going to be some other Thor project, and people are hoping that he's not attached to it. And I don't think Taika doesn't know how to make movies. I think he knows what he's doing, but. You know, sometimes there needs to be a little bit of we got to spread the wealth out a little bit, um, yeah. you know, and with Waldron, again, it's only been Loki and Doctor Strange so far, but I feel like Kevin Feige was a fan of the job he did did with Loki for sure. Um, and I guess he was a fan of the direction they went with, with Doctor Strange to give him this role. I mean, it does make sense given Loki was the one that introduced the idea of and teased the the. the, the the concept of secret wars. Um, yes, that this exactly. would be where they're where it end, where it ends up. And again, Michael Waldron. Uh, I guess sometimes devil you know versus W don't. I mean, it may, if if this was some no name like the guys from the Fantastic Four movie, that I have no idea who they are. I wouldn't be able to say anything. I mean, I, I, you know, if I was upset about that, you know, like I, I can't be any more upset about this than I should be about that. Because I don't know, those guys might be worse than Michael Waldron. I, I know who Waldron is, and he's not terrible. But I was vastly disappointed with, you know, with, with, with the Doctor Strange movie. It's not all him. Obviously, Sam Raimi mm-hmm. directing that movie and Kevin Feige being the grand poobah of everything in Marvel. Yeah. Um, in terms of the reaction, I mean, you know, it, it, it's 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 hard to say. But I, I I definitely I definitely agree, I, and I think it also some of it is also uh, I don't know if it's the movie is over time losing a little bit of momentum. I mean that 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 seems to be something that happens at times that I also don't really understand. The movie will come out
0: and people will be a lot more excited about it, and then months later, you know. People are well, I, honestly I that, that 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 is not even a movie thing that is a that is just like a human thing now like our attention our attention spans are so small like i the reason why i say that is because i think music is the biggest example like i yeah. feel like there are big music drops big album drops that previously like when they dropped like we would still be excited about a certain album you know five six months later and i'm still like that by the way i'm not i'm not part of this when it comes to music I don't think I've gotten like that with movies, but I think there are some instances where I think maybe I still, I, I have maybe moved a little bit to the, I kind of forget movies that I just saw that I was really excited about, really liked. um, But that happens in music all the time. Like, like a big example I can think of, and I know it was, it was disputed online, but someone tweeted that, you know, like, oh, that Kendrick Lamar album just kind of came and went. And, I mean, not for me, but... And I do think a lot... I think, I think that that was a little harsh. I think that people still love that album. And I I was hearing it play when we were in Philly just a couple of weeks ago. when I was last time I saw you. But, like, it, overall, that is a feeling with music, though. Where, like, if Kendrick would have dropped 10 years ago, like, this album is still being played nonstop everywhere and anywhere. And that's not the case right now. I think it's still getting played a lot more than most albums would today. But I think that is a testament to just, like, our tense spans as people where we just oh good that was great and then like five seconds later what's the next thing and it's because we have access to literally everything so i think movies in some ways follow that follow that same path where a movie like doctor strange where at the time you know some people didn't like it that definitely is that definitely was true but there were a lot of people that really liked that movie and they just seem to be nowhere to be found with this news that michael Waldron is doing the writing for avengers secret wars like this and then then the just over conversation about that movie just ended it felt like felt like just weeks afterwards so so that's interesting the one thing i do want to say before we move on um the only thing that didn't that made me like feel a little bad about this news because let I me mean, be clear i don't know if i would have hired waldron like i don't, I don't think he would have been my guy to be fair but the only thing that I was frustrated a little bit with this hiring is it means that i think that's probably doubtful that ryan cooler gets this excuse me because i know that there was I don't know if they were substantiated, but there were at least some rumors or at least some internet campaign saying, hey, like Ryan Coogler doing Avengers Secret Wars. And I started to kind of maybe have some hope that he would. I don't know if he commented on it or what happened, but somehow it came to my brain that Coogler doing Secret Wars was possible. And I thought that the more I thought about it, the more I thought that he was the best choice to be the director. And I don't see why he couldn't work with Waldron. But I know he's never worked with Waldron, and I know that any Marvel project he's done, he's done with uh, Joe Robert Cole, who's the screenwriter for Black Panther One and Two. Uh, Kugler also had writing credits on both Black Panther One and Two. So now you got Waldron, who's seen I think right now as a sole screenwriter. So that dream I had. Yeah, man, it's a big, big job. That dream I it's maybe died. Job. That dream maybe died with with this hiring. And the other thing real quick is I think the people that are... I, the reason why I do say people I think are overreacting to Waldron's role as screenwriter is because I think at the end of the day, this is Kevin Feige's story. Waldron is really just a vehicle for getting what Feige wants on the screen. I, I don't... I think that screen, screenwriter is a very important role. I think that for all the movies Marvel maybe has ever done, this may be the one where it's least important. Because I don't think that like whoever's a screenwriter really is like crafting all the stories i think that kevin feige's been talking about secret wars since i don't know since he started talking about marvel movies i mean this is the thing he's always wanted to do so i think this person who's writing is going to be able to just you know use their screenwriting abilities to craft whatever story feige wants but then they wouldn't get Feige's vision. so i think overall that part of it makes me feel like eh, people are, are reacting a little bit yeah yeah i mean you know,
1: it's it's the little things that I'm more worried about. It, it's 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 John Krasinski saying I'm I'm the smartest man, or you know, people saying you know uh, Morto calling John Krasinski the smartest man in the world, smartest man in the universe, and then him telling Wanda how to beat everybody, like okay. you know, stuff like that. Where I mean, Kevin Feige's vision, you know, was thought they they saw it through, but you know, people are still nitpicking things about the movie, you know, and again, we you can call it nitpicks and, and and this and that. And you know, obviously, some people didn't like what happened with Wanda, you know, that that could be debated, obviously. Um, you know, and and I, I mean, I personally, uh, my biggest issue with that movie is more so based around the Illuminati than it was anything related to Wanda or. Doctor Strange, but regardless, um, it's it's risky, man. It's a risky business, and again, very easily, it'd been much safer for them to just hire somebody that never heard of, and then just say so mm-hmm. that you get no backlash because people would just be, I don't know this person. But yeah, but, <laughs> so I, but at the same person. time, I think yeah, but at the same time, I think that because we also... know this person that from a PR standpoint, you, you know,
0: you're you know, you're you're, you're putting yourself out there yeah but I think there's also um, and, there's also strength in familiarity though i think that it goes both ways you know and i think that um what Aldrin, there were issues with Doctor strange i i i don't deny that and I'm a fan of that movie but i think at the same time there are there's a flip side to this that this is somebody that's been crafting multiverse the, the, they 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 really really began the the you know kind of the breadcrumbs of the multiverse saga like the fact that that person who started this vision that Feige had from the beginning is now gonna kind of see it through. I, I I think that that's a good thing. I don't see that as a bad thing. And all again, people on Twitter do right now, but I don't I don't really get that 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 notion. Um, it just yeah, go ahead, sorry, real quick. It, the last thing I was gonna
1: say is yeah. it just uh <laughs> just the trajectory, man. Like that's what people are worried about. It's like Loki was Loki was good, you know. Um... Would say, I, don't, I don't know if many people say it was an a plus or anything but it was it was it was a good story and dr strange should have been a layup like that should have been that should have been a, a an easy fast break layup and they made it more complicated and more you know more more of an issue than it needed to be and so that's what people were concerned about it's like secret wards is the layup of all labs i mean this is the Sean kept the Gary Payton, the Sean kept value of Marvel movies, but I mean, when you bring in the guy that, that that made what people thought would be the easy thing to do, uh, made that okay, and it may not have been because of him. You know, again, he may have had limitations. I mean, we've heard him say he wanted Reed Richards to be the post credit scene, like he didn't get everything he wanted in the movie, but um, but regardless, what what should have been an easy movie. Was very difficult, on. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, yeah. That's that's kind of why I, I, you, you got to where I was gonna say is I would say that I don't necessarily agree that Doctor Strange was a layup at all. Um, I think that that was a really hard project because when you think of the fact that they they want to do a horror movie that was gonna be contained, and they were like, let's do the horror thing but not make it contained, and then bring in people from a whole different universe. I mean, that makes the movie very complicated. So. I, I would say that maybe Scott Derrickson's version of Dr. Strange was a layup. I don't think that what Waldron and Feige tried to accomplish with this new version and uh, and uh, Raimi, I don't think that that was a layup at all. I think that we saw some of the problems there. Uh, we have a special guest who has uh, joined the show today. I believe he is here with us. That is a special guest. Yes. Uh. What, Steve Austin? Yes, the the, the, the guest is here. Um, Shamari Stewart joins us very late on this podcast. Shamari, you, you're there, right?
2: Yes, I am. I'm here.
0: All right, so we are towards the end of this show, and we have gone already too long. But we had to get you on, so I'm glad you're here. Uh, Before, I know you want to talk about Black Panther, but real quickly, can you give me some thoughts on the Blade situation that we've seen? Uh, Blade, the director, exited the project. Some people say he's fired. Some people say he quit. I mean, he's still an executive producer, so I don't know if you could say he was fired, but he's not directing anymore. And then you got Jeff Snyder talking about how Maharsha Ali is not happy. Um, he's not happy with the production. He's not happy with the script. It's very underwhelming. The script only has two action sequences. It just doesn't sound very enticing right now. Um, Bo DeMeo is apparently rewriting the script for, uh, for, for Blade. Um, that was originally written by Stacy O.C. Kufar, who worked on Watchmen, the HBO show, which we all love. But apparently, that script was not good, and he's rebuilding it from the ground up, is the reporting. So, production appears to be delayed. Sham, <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> production delayed like Sham's appearance on this podcast. <laughs> but it's still happening, baby. Ah, it's still harsh. happening. <laughs> so, so, Sham, queer uh, quickly, your thoughts on Bleed?
2: Yes, and hopefully my appearance isn't going to be all, all uh, messed up as a result. But
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, hopefully we don't got. Um, hopefully we don't got to rebuild this this appearance.
2: When we <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully you guys aren't listening to take two right now. Um, but yeah, nah. So, um, I mean, this this not it's not good news, right? I mean, this is not not never what you want to see, never what you want to hear. Um, now look, I don't know Mahershala Ali's temperament um so it's hard for me to say oh if he's upset then you know stuff is hitting the fan like I don't know I don't know you know but, but I also don't know that he's you know some sh- short tempered quick-tempered you know kind of person that needs everything to be perfect all the time you know I, I don't really know that either he doesn't I mean just the, the little that I've seen he doesn't seem like that kind of person so and just from the things that we're hearing about the script being really short and and you know all other things and about him being upset i mean that's it seems like things that will make anybody upset so um and uh and yeah the director leaving is just never a good sign it's just never something you really um never something you you want to hear so um you know i mean i mean for me i think i really think that and this is a project where I hope they can just take as much time as they need, you know, if they need to push something back, push it back. I don't care. I'm patient. You know, blade for me is more is, is, is a gift project. It's not something where I'm like, when am I going to get, you know, it's like, it's a gift project, you know, it's like, okay, we're we're being given Mahershala Ali's blade. Take your time. I'm not going to be breaking down your door saying, where is my blade? Right. Yeah, uh, you you uh, can
0: give me X-Men. You can give me X-Men for Blade.
2: Trust me. Yeah. You know, like I take Fantastic Four. I'll take, you know, you know, Kang Dynasty. I'll take all that stuff. You know, if you need to give me that before it's, uh, I'll be fine Just take your time, make sure everything's good. Marsha Ali's happy. The script is good. And, the, you know, everything that needs to be there is there. So that, that's how I feel about that.
0: Real quickly, Kendall, cause we're running out of time with what, what, thoughts on Blade real quick?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the biggest red flag to me is the the idea that there's only two action sequences in a blade movie. I mean that, that's crazy, right? It sounds like a Ben Affleck Batman movie. You know, that doesn't <laughs> sound like a doesn't sound like a blade movie. But um no, I mean I to me, I I'm a little bit I, you know, I, it's a little early for me. I mean, you know, look, it's hard to make a movie, guys. And I I know I was just coming off saying Doctor Strange was a layup. But, <laughs> Which I disagree with, but yes. <laughs> but 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 it, it, it's 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 hard to make a movie. Um and we've got uh you know, a movie that is uh, you know, not uh not uh as you know a little bit more sophisticated um in its nature when you're talking about a character that we haven't seen before. Uh you know, and you're Going to be in a quarter of the MCU that they yeah. haven't gone, right? Um, you know, things haven't already been set in place. I mean, we the only the only thing that we know about this movie is there's going to be a tie-in with the Dane Whitman Black Knight character. That's it, you know. As far as that, right. beyond that, we we know zero about this movie. So, um, you know, and it's part of a report that you know they think people think Kevin Feige might be spread a little too thin. Yeah. Um, and and he might be doing too much, and I mean, I mean, you look at the slate, and stuff's getting pushed back, stuff is getting changed up, and we don't know when anything's coming out. And yeah, there are a bunch of shows, shows that apparently movie. now
0: are going to be movies and and one offs, like you know, armor yeah, wars, it was, it was Fantastic you know, Four movie that that that
1: that was, um, you know, supposed to come out in you know, or supposed to announced, I should say. Couple years ago, that is now, uh, we still know nothing about it. (laughs) We still don't even know. I mean, all we know is that we got a director who wasn't, hadn't, wasn't directing anything, hadn't directed anything Marvel related when Fantastic Four got announced. So, yeah, it's Marvel right now, obviously, uh, you know, they still got a lot of money. They're still running number one when it comes to this industry, but, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of like Greg Berlanti with uh, with the CW, where you start running in D.C. when you start running in yourself into uh, into the ground with all these projects.
0: Yeah, I, I hope they're able to say this. But this, to me, is a cautionary tale of why um, Feige shouldn't be doing things that aren't actually f- things that he's truly passionate about. Because remember when Blade was announced, he said, I had no plans for a Blade movie. But Mahershala Ali said I want to do Blade, and he was like, okay. And Yeah, he, he had no plans. Yeah, to me, this is why this you you don't operate like this. Like now you 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 put it you you have all the other projects in your head that you're working on that you're very passionate about. Okay, Ali wants to do Blade. Cool. Here's the director. Here's a producer. Go figure it out. And then you go away, and then all of a sudden it's a it's a, it's a train wreck. Like like Feige is a very meticulous person. At least that's how he's described. And this felt very loose and fast. And you get terrible results when you when you operate like that. Especially if that's not how you're used to operating. So that was my biggest takeaway when I saw this was that um, hopefully Bo can really help the script. Hopefully whoever, whatever director they find can make this movie out to be really great because Blade deserves that. But I, I fight he can't be doing the, uh oh, I don't have a plan, but it sounds like a cool project, so let's just do it. Like that's not how, it's not how he's ever operated. It's not how he's ever normally done business. He shouldn't continue to do business this way because he's already ran into problems. And then you had Armor Wars uh coming out now as a movie instead of a Disney Plus series. Uh, I don't know, kind I know you had a lot on this. Any quick thoughts on this? Yeah, man. I mean, I just, you know, the initial reaction is uh,
1: this movie, I think, is going to be a much bigger deal than I think anybody gave it credit for when it was announced. I mean, it was the biggest, it was absolutely the biggest footnote outside of maybe I Am Groot from that initial disney plus yes. or uh whatever day it was disney investor day when
0: it got announced uh people are like, oh a roadie show I, I mean nobody asked for that but okay and you know like diehard iron man fans who like really were excited because they know armor wars as a great iron man story
1: right and they're like, like even that's iron- wait armor wars without iron man okay i guess i guess this is what we're doing, but it. it, it It's it's interesting that, you know, we're going into this without uh, without the concept of it being a Disney Plus series, but now it being a movie. And, you know, I think we've seen a trend with Marvel that I've mentioned before in the past, but it's continued where. A lot of the movies, I mean, I think about even Captain America, New World Order, which we've talked about recently, a lot of the movies that they have made or that they've they've announced have been some version of a team-up movie, whereas anything solo has been mostly Disney+. And that, if you're talking about Armor Wars, I don't know who's in it besides Rhodey, uh, but it makes you wonder if there are other characters in Armor Wars. Other yeah big characters that are in Armored wars besides because you can't i just I, I don't fathom i can't fathom that you're just doing a, a roadie movie and he's it's it's just him and like you know just you know a bunch of iron man adjacent characters even even ironheart you know who i mean maybe she's in the movie but even you told me it's roadie and ironheart i don't know if that i don't know if that's movie level uh and i mean we'll see post Black Panther, then post her, her show, Ironheart could be bigger than Rody. So I don't want to, I don't want to jump the gun on that. Maybe that's part of the, maybe that's part of the, the, the thinking is coming out of Black Panther, this movie's going to be huge. But I don't even know if she's yeah. in Armor Wars. I just, I'm speculating. Right. But point being, like, you know, it's based off what we've heard, there's nothing to believe to, to make you think that Armor Wars is, is movie level unless, there's other characters involved, and uh, you know, and the other, the only other reason I'll talk to you, EJ, is if there is a story that is so good and so deep that you're like, this,
0: this can't be told in just a show. You gotta make this into a movie. Well, that's what I've been saying uh, for at least months, maybe years at this point. Like, Rhodey is a scroll. Rhodey is a scroll, and we're gonna learn that yeah. in Secret. So the Black Widows a scroll theory.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. To replace <laughs> Black Culture,
0: it was to me, it was very clear. Okay, Rhodey's a scroll, and we're gonna learn this in the Black Panther. Excuse me, in the Secret Invasion story. And I, I want to say, did something come out saying that the Secret Invasion ties directly into Armor Wars? I feel like I saw that somewhere. Or am I making that up?
1: That was. I want to say that was the speculation coming out of. Uh, I think that's what they said
0: at at, at uh Comic Con. Yeah, I think they said that somewhere. And I'm like, people are like, what? It's only, there's only one, there's only one hero. There's only one hero who, that we know of that's in both of those projects. It's Rhodey. So, and the whole thing about secret wars was this idea that, excuse me, uh, secret invasion was this idea that there was people who had like disappeared from the Marvel universe for like 20 years. Like the the squirrels have replaced them, and like some of these people, like Mockingbird, have been gone for, for like twenty years, and they've been like and then they, they dropped back into society, or some people maybe not twenty years, maybe a little shorter, but you know Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, is now dropped into society, and everyone thinks that she's a traitor because she was the Squirrel Queen. Like it's a pretty crazy story, and you know if you're going to do Secret Invasion on any level, and I know this is going to be nothing like the the regular Secret Invasion, but you would think that. Telling telling us that one of these people that we've been following for years has been a scroll would probably be really awesome one, but two would make sense. And Rody always seemed like a, a a prime suspect, you know, like an absolute prime suspect. And as soon as I saw him in that trailer, and then now I saw him. Now as saying this is a time I mean, this is this is easy. Now it what I will say is, is
1: that it will roll into Armor Wars.
0: Yeah, exactly. We know what time it is. We're gonna find out he's a scroll. Now what I will say is. I don't know if it necessarily has anything to do with the movie being bigger than we thought. I actually think this is something totally different. I think that this is more of Marvel hearing the pleas of their editors and people saying, yo, you can't keep doing this to us. Like, you're giving us too much. And that's why we're hearing this story now that came out this week that there are all these Disney Plus projects that are now being kind of repurposed as, like, special presentations. Maybe they'll be, like, one shots. Like, I think Marvel is doing too much. And I think that that's why the CGI is falling off. And that's why you've seen these editors come out, complain that they can't get this work done in time Why you're seeing delays. And I think you're going to, I think this is, this honestly, I think is a, just the beginning of like a, like soft rebrand. Like, I think that um, we'll still have Disney plus shows, but there just won't be nearly as many. And something like armor Wars, which was going to be so heavily CGI necessary that somebody got to Kevin and got to Disney and said, you cannot do this. Like we have too much stuff to do, and you're going to do six episodes of Iron Man suits flying around. It's just insane. So they say, keep it to two hours, keep it so something condensed. And I think he said, okay, I can do that. I, I, that's I, I have a question this. about your
1: about your roadie, th- your roadie scroll theory. Yeah, is so is the real roadie the roadie from Iron Man
0: One? Like, is Terrence Howard roadie? Yeah, turn, no, I don't, I don't think. They do like that.
2: <laughs> nah, that'd be, no, that'd be that'd be kind of, that'd be kind of weird. That's, yeah, no, nah, I mean
0: nah, everybody I don't always. To, I I think anybody who's gone with this theory has like though. has mentioned
2: that, but no, I don't think they could do that. No, nah, that no, nah, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> i like, I don't think for a second important. that this was the plan. Like, no, <laughs> we've been doing it
0: for ten years. I do think nah. they, they will definitely find a point, just like all the Marvel comics. They will find a point. Make a joke. They'll. I'm not even a joke, but they'll find the a way. You look kind of no, different
2: from Rhodey before. Yeah, no, <laughs> i even do that. Like, you no, know, kind of like
0: uh, like uh, Hulk has a little bit of a funny line in the yeah, first yeah, yeah, of show. But like, no, I, I think they'll 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 make an obvious point in like one of these movies where we saw Rhodey, and wreak on it to be like, oh, he got taken there, and they're gonna show it how it happened. I don't know. I don't know what that moment moment's gonna be. I can't point to it. Like I've been thinking about it ever since I. That, yeah, I saw that's this what I'm happen. wondering
1: is what when when did the switch happen? It's gonna it it's gonna to be specific. it's gonna be it's
0: not gonna be something that's like oh there's some off camera thing that we like because like Black Widow
1: we I mean when we, we all had our Black Widow theories and it seemed like well when she came back with blonde hair that that seemed like a great spot to be like right this this is this is when the the switch happened mm-hmm. but with 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 Rhodey I mean
0: is it was it before. He got like paralyzed because I mean honestly that would take, that would take I mean, some some weight out of could, out of the could have been it could have been when he got it could have been when he got paralyzed like he got he got taken to some medical facility obviously like it's a very easy way to switch somebody out there that honestly would make a lot of sense that's positive. like that's usually how these things happen like you were kind of caught doing something weird or in a spot where like you were in transition and then they was they just abduct you like 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 aliens like. Yeah. So to me, like, oh, like, yeah, he's in a surgery room where no one else can be in there. Like, what if his all of his surgeons are, what if all of his surgeons are swirls? Like, that's easy. Yeah. That's easy pickings right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so honestly, you might have found the moment. That might be the very moment right there. Maybe, maybe he comes back. Yeah. He's still hobbled. Maybe he's not even healed. Like, there's a right. lot of things you can do. So think about uh, Young Justice with with Arsenal, right? Um, Sham. I know you you're really excited about Black Panther. Um that's why you wanted to jump on to this podcast late here. So I want to give you the final word on Black Panther. Your thoughts on the trailer.
2: Oh man, talk about a good trailer. You you're a big talk, fan of it. Talk about a trailer to sell you on a movie.
0: Okay, Shamari's a big fan. That,
2: that was right that was a good good trailer. Like man you know, now of course on on the flip side, it, and of course you know, I, I've said this uh, you know, endless times, and continue to say, it. of course. And it, for me, it makes me think, boy, this would have been much better if we had to, the T'Challa character uh, involved that's, in.
0: it. That's <laughs> the, you know, it's funny this. you weren't you weren't on this podcast, Aaron. But like, my big, I told people the biggest takeaway I had was like, man, it really is a shame that we're not getting this clash of titans between T'Challa and. Nathan. Oh man, that would have been. That's incredible. the feeling I got from
2: watching this. You know, but but at the same time, it's still going to be fantastic. It's yep. still this is like another one where I'm just like, man, you know, Ryan Coogler doesn't miss. And I knew he wouldn't miss. And I knew he wouldn't miss. I said I've said that since the beginning of this whole this whole kind of controversy, all this stuff. I'm just like, he's still going to make a great movie, like he's going to make a great movie. I'm going to see it very early on. And, you know, I probably have to hurry up and buy my tickets. I haven't got tickets yet, but I have to see it, you know, the opening weekend, opening night, whatever the case may be. And you know, I, I got to see it. And it looks really good. Namor looks great. This He looks the best in this trailer uh, than he did in any of the other trailers. I, Ironheart man. looks great. Um, Shuri looks great as Black Panther. Uh, so,
0: Oh, wow. So listen to that, Kendall. So Shamari, just, he just jumped to
2: Shuri is the Black Panther. No, nah, yeah, I think that's 100% That's a Shamari. fascinating thing. Okay, I, yeah, go ahead, I, Kendall.
1: You know, I name-dropped you earlier. Because I made the comparison because obviously uh-huh. they haven't they haven't told us explicitly that she's gonna be Black Panther, but they've certainly implied heavily. I mean the posters just basically tell you, but yeah. the trailer heavily implies that she's Black Panther. If if she were to not be Black Panther, would that not be in many ways similar to what Disney did with Finn in Star Wars in making you think that Finn was going to be a lightsaber wielder, and he was going to be a black Jedi potentially, and that was not, and that ended up not being the case. And so, so when you say
2: she's not Black Panther, who is Black Panther? That's 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 the big kicker for for that. The, yeah, for that I mean the,
1: the yeah the 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 obviously the candidates talking to Kia we're talking to Koye as the obvious ones, and then outside of that, I mean you know, uh, it could be somebody we, we we've never even seen before. You know, as far as we know. I mean, I, that seems very unlikely, but
2: No, yeah, I'd say I, I'd give that I give that like a I don't know, five percent chance, ten, five yeah, percent chance. Yeah, that's,
1: I you very know based unlikely. off what we've seen right now, I'm going ninety percent chance in Shuri and then five each for a and Nikia. you know, maybe four for one of them and a one percent that is somebody though di- is somebody different. But um but if they were to do that, and I almost go as far as to say that it would be like it would be controversial if they didn't make it Shuri at this point
2: mm-hmm.
1: because now people are you sold people on the idea that Shuri's Black Panther. The trailer's gotten positive reception. Uh, and you haven't seen a bunch of people going out there saying how much we love Letitia Wright, but the trailer's gotten positive reception on the idea that we're expecting Shuri to be Black Panther. And so if you then bait and switch and say, that, Oh, it's actually Okoye, you know, I don't think we're gonna have a bunch of people saying the movie stinks, but I you know, I think that'd be very finn like to pull the rug out from under people and tricking people in that in that regard.
2: Yeah, and I and I also don't don't think narratively I mean you could probably tell that story, but but they're not they're not advertising that story at all. And this I, would I, be that's like This would be much more extreme, I would say, than yeah, the uh, most mandarin like. Yeah, and it, and it would, and it would, um, I don't know. I just feel like it, it would be odd for, okay, now, now, uh, Shuri, who is, you know, part of the royal family, has, you know, same royal bloodline, all that kind of stuff, is not going to inherit this mantle. And instead, Okoye is going to inherit the mantle. Like, like, you have to tell that story. Like, that, I don't think that's going to happen, you know, um, but yeah, that trailer looked, looked really, really, really
0: good. I mean, I I think that yeah, I, was, I'm, I, I guess I'm not as sold as you guys that it's a hundred percent. Like I know Shamari is like hundred percent. Kendall's at ninety. I, I'm probably at like seventy five. Like I, it's it's. I think it's very likely. The I, only I, thing that's peculiar. I still, is they, I still feel they like said it. they have not said why it. Why wouldn't you say it? say it? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why you wouldn't say it either. Like, like if to it's show so the, obvious, like why to show the costume and not show, not say who's the person. I mean, maybe they realize, oh, there are people who really think it might not be her, so they could play all around with this. But like, it's something. The department still still thinks that it, they could absolutely still do a bait and switch now. Like, Kendall, I think was a little too young to understand the joke, champ. But I, I joked that like, you know, Nakia was like the other main person people would bring up. But I, I told Kendall that like, Nakia is like uh, Biz. Uh, bizarre in the uh, Eminem D12 uh, My Band video where he's like Superman video I was in the back like like uh, Nakia is like right. non-existent in this promotion like he's just all the way in the back completely forgotten almost and you're just like if that person becomes Black Panther that would be really stunning but also it would be a good swerve because it's like yeah you're not promoting this person at all So I think there are some people, there are truthers on the internet that definitely are still one hundred percent on Nakia being Black Panther, but they're they're trying to make that was my idea from the beginning.
1: But you know that was that's that's where I would have gone narratively, and just from a from a from the movie making standpoint, Lupita Nyong'o is a lot more qualified than Letitia Wright, so. I mean, yes. I mean, I would have gone, I, that's the direction I would have gone, and there's story ways you could have gone with that. There's uh, behind the scenes reasons why you'd go in that direction. So I think it makes more sense. The only thing that doesn't make sense is, like you said, I mean, like you already said, I mean, Shuri is you know, royal. Royalty. So... Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, that, that and it's just in the comics, there's history of her becoming the Black Panther, so it... it, it from that perspective she's always been the obvious potential successor even going back to when you know the first black panther came out but um but yeah i w- i would go nakia uh i don't i don't think that's what's going to happen but if if that is if that were the, if that were the case
0: they'd get a thumbs up from me mm. interesting stuff interesting stuff man we're going to see this is going to be this is a movie a lot of people are really interested in, and they should be. I like what I saw from today's trailer. Shamari really loved the trailer. I'm happy Shamari was able to come on and, and talk about it. But uh, this mystery, they're trying to make it not a mystery, but yet they still won't tell us what's going on. So that just still leaves my antennas up in terms of what is going to happen with the identity of the Black Panther. But that's going to do it for this edition of New Generation Hero Talk. So. Once again, big shout out to Champ for uh, joining us late in the podcast. You know, didn't expect him to jump on. Happy he was able to find some time and get on with us. And thanks to Kendall, of course, for being with us as he normally is. Of course, you can catch all of our shows On New Generation Podcast Network, you can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube. You can find us there, New Generation Media, where we post content on there. Uh, Videos, you know, Star Wars, superheroes, sports, all that stuff. New Generation Media, will find that on YouTube. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. You can find us individually on social media. You can find Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, MCChan22. You can find Kendall on Twitter, New Gen Ken. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram and TikTok, ActionEJ. That'll do it for now. For Chamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.